0: Welcome to the NDIS Property Australia podcast. Before starting this episode, we need to provide a general disclaimer. Information contained in this podcast is general in nature only. It does not take into account the objectives, financial situation, or needs of any particular person. You need to consider your financial situation and needs before making any decisions based on the information in this podcast. And you should consider seeking independent and professional advice your personal circumstances. All right, let's begin.
1: Welcome back to another episode. Today, it's uh, me, Erin, and Debbie, and we're going to be talking about uh, YIPRAC, which is Young People in Residential Aged Care, uh, because there was a report that came out recently that we've all read, and it was very, very interesting. So welcome back, Debbie. Haven't been on the podcast in a little bit? No,
2: I haven't. It's great to be here. Thanks, Erin.
1: That's good. So in 2019, the numbers of people under 65 in aged care were about 6,000. And at the time, the Morrison government implemented some Yiprat targets of no people under 65 entering residential aged care by 2022, no people under 45 living in residential aged care by 2022, and then no people under 65 living in residential aged care by 2025. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, I guess why are young people entering aged care at all, Debbie?
2: Well, they usually enter via hospital. There are Mm. currently more than 1,100 Australians with disability stuck in hospital, ready for discharge, but they're unable to go anywhere because they're waiting for the NDIS to process their paperwork and approve funding. Oh, my gosh. Uh, When... Yeah when senior people get stuck in hospital and can't return home because of their health or their disability the aged mm-hmm. care system can provide funding for housing and support in 3 days when it younger people yeah when younger people get stuck in hospital and can't be discharged because they require supports or accessibility not available to them in their home the NDIA take an average of 60 days to approve NDIS access and housing support funding and 26, 26% of those decisions take more than 90 days. So in the interim, many of these younger people end up in residential aged care. There are more than 40 people still entering residential aged care each month.
1: So that's more than 40
2: under 65? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. cheese? So And stays in hospital for people that can't leave uh, because there's simply nowhere for them to go without NDIS funding costs the Australian taxpayers twice the cost of accommodating them in accessible housing with disability support. Sometimes mm-hmm. it can take a year or more for them to be discharged from hospital while they wait for suitable funding and housing. And for Australians wow. stuck in this situation, it's, it's terrible. It also it greatly impacts their relationships, their yeah. confidence, their independence.
1: And you can imagine what it
2: was like in the last couple of years with the COVID pandemic. Yeah,
1: like, well, they wouldn't have been able to have any visitors. They'd just be stuck in the hospital, like there'd be no one. Even, Mm -hmm. like, aged care places are still pretty shut down, I think, at the moment. Yep, exactly. So
2: it's it's a pretty dire situation and, yeah, it's a shame that it's still happening.
1: Yeah. Have the numbers of younger people entering RIC reduced now or is it still... That's and same. they are falling.
2: Um 791 younger people dropped out of residential ag- aged care system in the past year, but unfortunately, most of those are for the wrong reasons. Oh, okay, seventy-one percent—that's around 560 of younger people who exited aged care died, <laughs> and many turned 65 and aged out and ceased being counted. Right. The remainder, some left to go to hospital, some returned home, but only 30 moved into NDIS funded housing.
1: 30 is a pretty small number when you think about
2: it. Like, out of 700. Yeah.
1: Yeah. 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 Out of 791, it's just 30.
2: Yeah. So it's just not, not good enough at all.
1: No. How do we stop young people entering RAC, do you think?
2: Well, the.
1: The NDIA,
2: that's the National Disability Insurance Agency, they need to match the efficiency of the aged care system and fund younger people at risk of entering residential aged care with housing and support within 10 days. So this Mm. brings in the Down to 10 Days campaign, which has recently been uh, implemented. It's a coalition of... Over 130 health, housing, disability organisations calling on the new federal government to commit to funding housing and support for NDI's participants when it's needed. Mm-hmm. Bureaucratic delays in the NDIA require addressing preventing new admissions of young people to residential aged care is a key reason why.
1: Yeah, wow. I'll, um, I'll put a link in the description for more about the Down to 10 Days campaign as well so everyone can go and visit that. But um I guess yeah, definitely. Google, yeah.
2: I was gonna I, you go sign for? the petition that they've got on that yeah. page. So yeah. yeah, recommend you all go ahead and do that.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Cause yeah, it's really important. Like that's there's so many young people who just simply can't get funding and can't move into a proper NDIS home and are just stuck in hospitals and aged care. It's a real big issue. And I guess yeah. on that, how do we get younger people who are stuck in residential aged care out?
2: Well, younger people who are living in residential aged care need independent and skilled support to document their housing needs and preferences. So this data would provide the specialist disability accommodation market with the detailed information needed to build fit-for-purpose housing for mm-hmm. younger people in residential aged care. And additionally, the yeah. Summer Foundation has partnered with the Victorian and the South African, South African? South, South Australian. Australian. <laughs> That's because <laughs> I'm married to a South African. <laughs> uh, this, <laughs> the South Australian governments to deliver a housing brokerage service that supports discharge planners to document housing and support needs and to identify housing options. So expanding this service to other states in addition to timely and accurate NDA, NDIA funding decisions would prevent most residential aged care admissions and help get people, younger people, out of residential aged care.
1: Yeah, and it's, you know, it's a really big issue. Like just thinking about it, like I can't imagine if I was in aged care right now because, you know, I'm only 20. And imagine oh, yes. me being in aged care and I'm just stuck there because I can't get funding. I, I can I literally cannot imagine what it'd be like.
2: No, I I, I can't either. It would it would be grim. Mm. you, your you've got no no one, none of your peers, mm. no one of your age to to be with. A lot of the time, these people are are bedridden. Mm-hmm. Um, they're they're, well, they're stuck in a wheelchair. they they've got no one to talk to, and they they can't get out. They don't yeah. have this ports to enable them to to go out, to get out of the place mm-hmm.
0: for a visiting.
2: And uh, it's, yeah, and as we just yeah. said before, with the pandemic, with lockdowns and, and aged care facilities still being, yep. you know, off limits for visits, then, yeah, awful.
1: Yeah. Really, really so obviously at the start, I mentioned that there was those three targets being the no people under 65 entering residential aged care by 2022 and no people yeah. under 45 living in residential aged care by 2022 and then no people under 65 in residential aged care by 2025. What do you think the chances are of those targets even being met at all? Because obviously it is, it's is—it's almost halfway through 2022 now. It is, yeah.
2: Well, currently there are around 80 people only under 45 still living in residential aged care. So target number two looks possible with additional focus and a strategic approach. Mm. Um, Unfortunately, the other two targets aren't so good. Target number one, people under 65 entering residential aged care. Well, there's still 40 people every month entering residential aged care so that isn't looking good that's that's got to stop in in seven months so that's not looking good at all yeah Uh, target number three isn't looking good either because there are still more than 3,400 people living in residential aged care worldwide uh, Australia-wide and (laughs) at the current rate of NDIS funding approvals achieving a positive outcome for many of these people doesn't look likely
1: yeah, so, hopefully now that there's a new government and there's yep. this um campaign to get it down to 10 days for funding this you know maybe it'll be a really huge big step and it can turn things around for this second half of the year and really help meet those targets because that's yeah. that's ultimately what this is about like meeting those targets and getting people into their own homes.
2: That's right. So it is a very um, big target, thirty four hundred mm. people still sitting there in the next three and a half years. Um, you know, if most of those people are going to need to go into specialist disability accommodation, there's another issue with mm. uh, building these properties. You know, it's, it's yeah, the the construction and building of, of specialist disability accommodation also isn't
1: keeping mm-hmm. up with
2: the demand, unfortunately. So Yeah, um,
1: especially yeah, that's going on with building. Everything yeah. that's going on with building as well at the moment that's is right. a big impact on that. But it is I indeed. think the most important thing is to focus on getting people that are already in there out, getting them approved and into their own homes and all that. That's
2: right. So, yeah, SDA obviously is is the end Um best outcome for those people who Mm -hmm. do receive SDA funding. But there are other alternates until there, you know, a a suitable property can come along for them, such as um, group homes Mm -hmm. and um, medium-term accommodation, short-term accommodation for those who only need a short period of 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 time to look after. So um, there are other options there to assist in in these targets being met, but but ultimately it comes down to the NDIA I think their game with yeah. approving NDIS plans and funding levels for people.
1: Yeah, well hopefully because Labour implemented NDIS, didn't they? They were the ones that it was Julia Gillard, I think. She mm, yeah. created the NDIS. So hopefully now that there is a Labour government, they might prioritize NDIS and They'll push it and get it forward.
2: Let's hope so because it's, um, the, the system is pretty broken at the moment. It really needs to change. Yeah, it really needs 100%. To change. Yeah.
1: yeah. Well, takeaway messages, please sign that petition that I'm going to put in the yep. description. It's really, really important. Do you have any takeaway Absolutely. notes, Debbie?
2: Um, yeah, definitely. Jump on that that website down to 10days.com. Mm-hmm org.au and sign the petition and help a lot of people who are doing a lot to try and get this whole system working a bit better
1: yeah 100 people who are stuck in aged care so yeah yeah well thanks for joining me debbie
2: that's okay
1: Short rest of your day.
2: Yeah. I will do, and look forward to seeing you soon on another episode.
1: Perfect. Thank you. Bye.
0: We hope you enjoyed this episode. Please make sure that you are subscribed and following us so that you can keep in the loop with all of our upcoming episodes. We would really appreciate it if you could leave us a five-star rating, a written review and to share this episode with those that can benefit. Until next time, catch you on the next episode.